You are now tuned in to the Prescription for Purpose podcast, the number one podcast for Christian women to learn how to apply God's principles to fulfill your God-ordained purpose. Every episode will empower you with the tools and wisdom necessary so you can strategically execute and excel in every area of your life. This is the place for you to learn how to walk in purpose, to walk with purpose, and to fulfill God's purpose. Hey sis, have you downloaded the Prescription for Purpose mobile app? It is the number one resource for women of faith who are looking to build their faith and walk in purpose. This is not your ordinary app. There are so many great features from Bible studies to devotionals, practical resources, study tools, and flashcards for every verse in the Bible so you can truly study God's word. You can even get your own devotionals, prayers, and Bible studies featured right on the app to share with everyone in the community. My favorite part of the app is the community. There's so many women who are a part of this app that are truly just in love with God and we want to build a life that is pleasing to him. So if you are looking to partner with us to pursue your purpose, head over to the Apple App Store or to the Google Play App Store and download the Prescription for Purpose app today for free. That's RX for Purpose. Hey girl, hey, and welcome to another episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast. I pray that y'all had an amazing, amazing week. I am turned about today's episode, and yes, I really do be excited every episode. I feel like I've seen too many things on social media where they're like, this is how podcasters talk. I'm so excited. No, I really be excited because it be good, okay? Um, I'm super excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about overcoming the distraction of doubt. Now, girl, get your pen and your paper, sis, okay? Um, Last week, we talked about strategies to help build trust in our relationship with God. And this week, God told me that we need to tackle the distraction of doubt. And I said, huh, what, God? Okay. What God has shown me and has continued to show me is just the way that little Lucy be out here in these streets doing the same stuff. And what he revealed to me is that the enemy is using doubt as a distraction to keep us fruitless in our faith and disconnected and disappointed with God. And while we understand that the enemy has a role in this, what I've also continued to learn is that oftentimes the enemy just exploits the things that are already in our hearts. So when we're under spiritual attack, very seldom is it just like this random thing. This is war, right? So the enemy will hear how we speak, see the things that we do, and they're indicative of our heart posture. And then he just exploits from the intel that we give him because he's not able to be in our thoughts, Okay, he's not omniscient. He's not all-knowing, all-powerful. He's not. The enemy is not God. However, when we speak things out of our mouth, when our behavior demonstrates a thing, he gets enough information to draw the conclusion of what your heart posture is, and then he just exploits that thing. Ain't that crazy? And doubt is a dangerous distraction because it guarantees to leave us fruitless. Doubt guarantees that we will have no fruit. 
in James 1, 5 through 8, we love talking about this. The Bible talks about how if we ask God for wisdom, he gives it to us without rebuke. But the only thing that voids this promise is that if we're double-minded, if our faith is anywhere but but in God and we waver back and forth, then we're considered double-minded and then we can expect nothing from God. So he gives us wisdom without rebuke, meaning that you don't get in trouble for asking questions and wanting to know God's will. He actually loves to do that. And so he gives it freely. But the minute that you place your trust, okay, last week, come on. The minute you place your trust into anything but him and you start to doubt, okay, you out here doing the wobble in the spirit, girl, it voids, it voids everything. The check don't clear. And what we have to know is that the enemy is the king of the counterfeit. Like he is not original and he will take anything that God meant for good and he'll pervert it and then try to present it as good. And we see this all throughout scripture, but most importantly, we see it when we look at Jesus being tempted in the garden. He took scripture, he, he flipped it and reversed it as Missy Elliott has said, and it was wrong. It was wrong. And what God has shown me is that the same way the enemy makes a counterfeit of love and what spirituality is in your spiritual health. Like he's counterfeited all of these things, right? We say Jesus is the truth, the way and the life, because that is the truth. And the enemy is like, no, you can get light over here from these stones with this new age foolishness. It's a counterfeit. And so we have to really be mindful that he's really good at making knockoff stuff. That's it. And so God shifted my perspective and showed me that doubt is simply the enemy's counterfeit version of discernment. Somebody write that down. Doubt is simply the enemy's counterfeit version of discernment. And I'm not just saying that because it's tweetable and shareable and TikTokable. It, it is. Okay, Holy Spirit be out here giving bars. But I'm also saying it because it's the truth. Okay, so we're going to do a little word study today about the word doubt because I need you to understand the totality of the enemy taking what should be your discernment and using it because your heart posture is worried and anxious and fearful and it turns into doubt. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we are not going to waste the, the gift and the skill of discernment that God gives us to be playing little Lucy's games. Okay. So we're going to talk about doubt and our focus scripture is James 1, 5 through 8. Th this is where we are. And when you read the scripture, it talks about if you doubt. Now, y'all know I'm a teacher, a Bible study teacher. I love to study the Bible and what I've learned a lot in uh, the last couple of months, particularly after I did um, that certificate program in seminary, is that words mean things in the English language oftentimes does not catch the totality. So the word doubt in Greek is a word called diakrino, okay? 
I could be messing that up, but that's what the enunciation says. Diacrino. And diacrino means to thoroughly go back and forth. And what you might be shocked to know is that this same word, diacrino, is used in a both a positive and negative context. Because I know when I saw that, I said, wait, what? How can doubt be positive? Uh-huh. This is why we had to study. So the same word, diacrino, in 1 Corinthians 11 and 31 and in 1 Corinthians 14 and 29 are used where God is calling prophets to pass judgment and for us to use wisdom that's been given to us by God. So that word judgment in the, in the first scripture is diacrino. And I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on, Lord. Okay, I'm following you. When our trust is in God and we are committed and submitted to his will, the same inclination that causes you to doubt will be discernment. So diacrino in the positive sense means to critically examine or to distinguish the relevant details to reach an important personal evaluation or discernment of God's will. I'm going to say it one more good time because my allergies are trying to play games with me. Diacrino in the positive sense. It means to critically examine or to distinguish relevant details to reach an important personal evaluation, which is discernment of God's will. And I love the way that my, my study Bible puts it. It says diacrino discernment includes separating, distinguishing apparent lookalikes that are not the same at all. The believer must thoroughly judge going all the way up to God's line, but never over it. Hey sis, I want to tell you about our new Prescription for Purpose quiz. This quiz takes less than three minutes to complete and when you finish, you will receive your official purpose prescription. Your prescription will include information about your diagnoses and then you get free courses to help you take the necessary steps to start walking in purpose. The quiz is customized to help you in your current season. Do not spend another day without the clarity and instruction that you need. Go right now to the link in the show notes, take the quiz and get your official purpose prescription today. Now let's get back to the show. So you need to thoroughly judge all the way up to God's line. But when you become, as my daddy say, a habitual line stepper, okay, you habitually crossing the line, you just making it pure habit. Like I'm over here, I'm over here. This is where you end up with doubt. Because once you overstep the line, you move from discernment to doubt. And that overstepping of the line is what disqualifies you from receiving wisdom and for you to move into a position of doubt. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Girl. 
And so when we look at diacrino in the negative sense, diacrino or doubt, it says it involves becoming indecisive, halting between two options, more frequently overjudging, i.e. overextending a revelation from God, stretching it to a human self-serving conclusion. I'm going to run it back. When you are taking what should be discernment and using it and allowing the enemy to exploit it as doubt, it is because you have taken God's revelation and you're overextending it and you're stretching it to a human self-serving conclusion. So when we say that his, his thoughts and his ways are higher than ours, but then we be trying to overthink his thoughts that he shared with us, you don't really think that it's higher. You don't think that it's above you. Okay. It's above you now. He said what he said. And what happens is we will stretch God's revelation to try to make it, things come to pass in our own, to try think, to make things make sense in our limited capacity. So we have to ask ourselves, if you are struggling with doubt, where have you misplaced your faith? Okay. Kind of like the find my iPhone. Where, where is your faith? Because somewhere along the line, you've taken the word that God, that God has decreed and you stretched it to your own conclusion. Now it's tangled. Now you frustrate it. And then our sinful nature will question a perfect God before we shift our perspective to make sure that we didn't hijack the promise to fit our own desires. We be the drama. We are the drama and we will in all of our pride, because let's call it what it is in all of our pride. We question God before we question our own perspective because we are out here hijacking the promises because we want it to look the way that we want it to look. And then we often feel overwhelmed and hopeless because we've taken God's decree and we have attempted to make it come to pass in our own limited capacity, thinking and skill. Girl, y'all know I love y'all and I love myself. We're not that good. We're not like we're smart, but we're not that smart. Like we are not the Lord. No. And you're pressed and stressed. And it's because you're trying to, you're trying to carry um, the cross of Jesus and you just need to worry about your own cross. Because you're going to buckle under the pressure every time. One time I was talking to God. Um, he told me to leave a part-time job. And I told him like, hey, this is like my little play money or whatever. And he said, okay, well, either you're going to be Jehovah Jireh or I am. And I went ahead and wrote that resignation letter. And I know I've shared that before, but it was not. He has never pulled up on me <laughs> like that. And I had to really check myself. You know what? You show right. Either God is Jehovah Jireh or I'm going to try to be. And only he knew that a pandemic would be coming. Only he knew, like he was aware of things in that season that were coming up that I was unaware of in my limited capacity, thinking and skill. And so I challenge you to write down everything that you're worried about. Okay. In a column, write everything down that you're worried about. I want you to then think of what you think the best solution is straight up like let's straight up write down the problem write down what you need so if you write down hey um 
I like this extra income or I need extra income. And then the solution is for you to get another job, whatever you think it is. Okay. Then write down scripture where God says what the solution is. So you think that you need to get another job, but God would first challenge you in his word to make sure you're being a good steward over what you have. Because if you're faithful over a few things, you'll be made ruler over much. Are you being faithful over the few? Or are you eating your money? Are you, are you blowing your money and you're asking God for more money? And he's like, no, girl, you need the skill to handle what you're asking me for. You haven't even submitted your money. It's a distraction. The job is a distraction. Unless God gives you specifics and tells you, okay, yeah, now, now you can do this to generate more income. But you're ready to take time away from your family and neglect your other um, priorities before you're ready to cut back expenses. Let's just look at what we can trim. Are you being faithful over what you have? And because we are waiting on God to do to, to drop uh, six figures in our lap, which he can do, but he's not, if you're not faithful, over $10. Right? Like, it's not that God can't, but quite honestly, a lot of us aren't prepared, nor could we handle the thing that we're asking God for. So we have to really make sure that we are being mindful of this. Your homework this week is to really sit down and do this exercise. I really want you to sit down and find where you have placed your faith. Because every time I felt like I was wavering, it was because I had placed my faith somewhere else. I was really annoyed about a job that I had previously, the one that I left back in, in 2021. And I felt like I was not being compensated fairly. And I, I was so upset and I was talking to God. I'm like, they're not doing this and they don't appreciate me and la, 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 la. And God was like, you forget that you work for me. I'm the boss. You're, you're looking at your job as the source and not a resource. I am the source. So it's not about them. You go and you serve and you do what I've called you to do. And not even six months later, I ended up getting a cost of living adjustment and back pay. But God had to deal with my heart posture first. The issue was that I was griping and not that it wasn't justifiable by my own understanding. But I didn't have enough discernment to see that God was using this space to, to do something in me, to remind me that he is in control, not me. And it started turning into doubt. God, I'm serving. God was having Bible study on my lunch break with people. Like I was serving, doing it wholeheartedly, but I was annoyed because the job was being disrespectful. Okay. My schedule, all of it. And I came to a head with the, with the issue and brought it to, to God in frustration. And he said, I am the source that is a resource. So your homework this week is to really sit down and make these three columns, write down everything that you're worried about, write down what you think the solution is, 
and then get in God's word and get in prayer and ask him what the solution is. Many of your solutions you will find in the word. Many of your solutions you will find in the word. He is consistent. He does not change. And then you'll be able to identify in that middle column where you've placed your faith. Is it in money? Is it in your job? Is it in followers? Is it in your skill set? Because if you place your faith anywhere but in God, you are not going to get the wisdom that you need. And this doubt then becomes a distraction. It gets you off course. You're out here doing 50 other things, stuff that God never called you to do. And we're wasting time, energy, effort, tears, prayer. You done got yourself into a situation that you shouldn't have even needed to be saved from. God is going to save us. But he's like, who told you to go over there? And so we have to really be mindful of these things, especially when it comes to doubt. We cannot allow the enemy to exploit our Um, our concerns because we have not had the wisdom to sit down and seek God and then only place our faith in what he said. So I pray that this has blessed y'all, that y'all got this, this revelation, that you catch it in your spirit, sis. And when you feel yourself creeping into doubt, that you make this exercise a commonplace in your prayer life. So I love you, boo. I will talk to you next week. This episode of the Prescription for Purpose podcast is brought to you by The Society. The Society is our online membership community for women who want to grow in both their faith and in their business. It's hosted by myself, Tatum Tamia of the Blessed and Bossed Up podcast, Kavaya Watrice of the She Who Is Called app, and Rosalind Renee of the Therapy as a Christian podcast. This membership community literally has everything that you need. We do free challenges once a quarter. And our last challenge at the end of the year, people were getting saved. People were getting jobs, growing in their faith. I mean, it is just such a rich place to be. I absolutely love hosting the society because I get to teach Bible study every two weeks. Kavaya writes daily devotionals. We have prayer call every week. Tatum does business training and Rosalind makes sure that we are on our toes mentally and we're able to effectively be productive in every aspect of our life. I promise that you will not regret taking advantage of being a part of this community. Head on over to the blessed and bossed up society.com to start your free two week trial. That's blessed and bossed up society to start your two-week free trial today. Now let's get back to the show.